podcast is sponsored by Podnews. Get a daily email with all the latest news about podcasting free at podnews.net. From jobs across the industry to events and conferences, you'll find the latest podcasting info in the daily newsletter. You can add podnews.net to your daily briefing on your smart speaker too. Just search for it in your smart speaker app. And now, this week's episode. Hi there, Danny here from One Minute Podcast Tips, and welcome to the special episode. Today, December 8, One Minute Podcast Tips turns one. When I first started a podcast back in December 2022, I wasn't really sure if a podcast that just had one minute tips would work. After all, how much information can you really get in a one minute podcast tip? Well, it turns out surprisingly quite a bit. When you just really knuckle down and focus on the tip itself and make sure each episode is just purely one tip, you can actually get a lot of information out there. And thankfully, listeners seem to agree. So thank you for turning One Minute Podcast Tips into a show that a lot of podcasters enjoy, whether they're new podcasters just starting out or experienced ones with one, two, three, four or more shows under the belt. To help me celebrate the one year anniversary, I've asked some of my favourite podcasters to share their own One Minute Tips with you. From marketing to production to community and a lot more, there's a lot of great information coming your way. So sit back, enjoy if you're watching on YouTube or enjoy listening on your favourite podcast app. Enjoy the tips. Hi, my name's Ariel Nissenblatt. I am on the community team at Descript, and I'm the founder of Earbuds Podcast Collective. I am here to celebrate Danny Brown's one-year anniversary for his podcast. In celebration, I would like to offer my own one-minute podcast tip, and you know it's got to be marketing-related. And my tip is that your podcast does not exist in a vacuum. Doesn't sound like a tip right off the bat, does it? But it comes with a little bit of instruction. Commit to regularly checking the Spotify charts, the Apple charts, the homepage on Pocket Casts, on CastBox, the homepage on Good Pods. Check out what other shows are trending in your podcast category. There are other people who are making shows similar to yours, and those people could be your potential collaborators, or they might be people that you feel competitive with. But I want to encourage you to see them not as competitors, but as potential collaborators. So be aware of what they're making, what topics they're focused on, and think about how you can collaborate with those shows. Happy anniversary to Danny and wishing you all the best. Hey there, it's Danielle Desir Corbett from the Thought Card Podcast, an affordable luxury travel and personal finance podcast all about finding creative ways to afford to travel and travel on our terms. One of my biggest tips for you if you're interested in securing sponsorships and working with brands in the future is to get into a regular habit of pitching often. I personally have a pitching day a week where I spend a couple hours reaching out to new brands, which are new leads for your podcasting business. This really helps you with strengthening your pitching skills and asking for what you want in a creative fashion. And also it builds relationships with new people that may want to hire you and work with you in the future. I hope you found this tip helpful. Danny, it's Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Happy birthday to you and your show. My one minute tip is about imposter syndrome. And most of us deal with this. And you know who else does? Garth Brooks, Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks. Yeah, everybody kind of has imposter syndrome. And so what I always tell people to do is we think so much about the audience and don't think about the audience. Think about that one person who needs to hear your message. 
My little bumper sticker is spend $100 on a microphone and 100 hours getting to understand your audience. And because you really know your audience, then you know what you're giving them is valuable. So focus on that one person who really needs to know your content. Because when the need to serve is greater than the fear of looking stupid, you'll press record. Happy birthday, my friend. I could spend one million minutes talking about Refonic.com slash graph, but I'm going to do it in just one. So my name is Lauren Passell. I'm the founder of Tink Media. And if I could give you one single tip in a minute, it is go to Refonic.com slash graph right now. Do not pass go. It is a free website that uh, shows you the audio galaxy or neighborhood of your podcast. So you type in your show and it will show you shows that have similar audiences. So not only do you get to learn about the other kind of shows that your audience listens to, but you can find great shows to partner with for promo swaps, feed swaps, guest swaps, all that sort of stuff. You can zoom in and swivel around. It's really fun. You can uh, learn more about the shows that are there. And, you know, give me a glass of wine on a Friday night and I spend so much time just having fun, playing around, exploring audiences and neighborhoods. And you really will find the right way to partner with people, which is the best way to grow a podcast. Have fun. Raphonic.com slash graph. Hey, Danny, congrats on your one year birthday anniversary of your podcast. My name is Rena Friedman Watts, host of the Better Call Daddy show, a show I do with my dad. I interview interesting and controversial people, share the stories with him, and then he weighs in with his intergenerational perspective. That way we both up our wisdom rating together. And what I have learned from doing over 350 episodes is dun dun follow up with past guests. There is gold in your inbox. Don't be a one and dunner. A lot of interview podcasts, they interview their guests and then they never talk to them again. Figure out other ways that you can collaborate, like doing this video right now, or do an IG Live, a Facebook Live, a LinkedIn audio room. Are your guests releasing a new course, a book? Can you do an update story with them? It doesn't have to be another podcast episode. It can be making short form content. Check your inbox. I'm sure you're overlooking possibilities and you shouldn't skip over them. Hello, I'm James Cridland from Pod News and happy one year anniversary to the One Minute Podcast Tips podcast, Danny. I hope you celebrate appropriately. Now, you asked me for my tip, and I would say don't forget to take pictures with your guests. Grab screenshots or cuddle up for a selfie. Those pictures are great for episode images, for social media, or for your website, but also great for other people to help promote your show, like your local newspaper or your appropriate magazine, or even a daily newsletter all about podcasting at podnews.net. It's free. Seriously, the more pictures and material you have, the easier it is to promote your show. So get taking pictures as well as recording great audio. Hi, my name is Devin Andrade. I work in podcast marketing at Tink Media. One of my favorite tips for podcast marketing is to remember that your audience contains multitudes. This means that when you're researching what other podcasts you could partner with for a promo swap or feed drop, you need to think inside the box and outside the box. There's likely a variety of reasons people like your show, so you need to think about those reasons and then find the shows that match. People might like the tone and style of your show. They might like the length and format, 
or they might like the subject matter. So if you can research shows that fit in those different buckets, you might find audience overlap and some new potential listeners. Don't limit your collaborations to just one bucket. If you're feeling a little lost about what those buckets might be or what other shows your audience is listening to, you could always ask them. A quick survey that includes a question about what other podcasts they listen to can help you learn so much more about your audience, and that's very valuable to your marketing strategy. Hi, Danny. It's N from Verbal Diorama here. You asked me what my one-minute tip for podcasters would be. Well, I've been podcasting for almost five years now, all about the history and legacy of movies you know and movies you don't. And my tip would be to foster and build community and friendships with other podcasts in your genre and also beyond your genre as well. They're not your competition. We should stop thinking of other podcasts as our competition. They're your peers, your equals. Support them and they'll support you. Listen to their shows, message them, tell them you've listened to their show. Maybe they do something specific that you love. Ask them if you can borrow their format. You don't have to ask, of course. But it is just polite to ask. And even better, you could credit them for the idea on your podcast. For my podcast, I even go so far as to promote other podcasts who have episodes on the same movies as me. Why? Well, not only does it give listeners a great variety of podcasts on a topic that they love, but it also shows love to those other podcasts. And to be honest, we should all just remember that we're all in the same boat and a rising tide lifts all those boats. That's why I made it up, I think. Thanks for having me. Lots of love. Bye. Hey, my name is Mark Asquith and I am the co-founder here at Captivate. Happy birthday to One Minute Pod Tips and congratulations to you, Danny, for making the show something that I think everyone really benefits from. So congratulations. My One Minute Pod Tip for you, the serious indie creator, is to consider thinking very seriously about diversity in monetization. So many people strive to build their downloads, rightly so. They strive to build their audience, rightly so. However, they think that monetization can only come when you've hit a certain threshold. And whilst that may be true for CPM-based sponsorships and programmatic or spot sponsorships, it doesn't have to be the case with other types of monetization, memberships, subscriptions, early access to content, direct sales of fixed price sponsorships, listener support, tips, live events, merchandise, services, products. There's so much that you can do. And I'm seeing it so very often now where shows that have just got started are actually not only covering their costs, but they're becoming really profitable very, very early. But it's all about the mindset. Set yourself up as a brand, as a podcaster, as a creator, and consider that diversity in monetization. Eggs in baskets never works. Diversify your monetization. Hi, this is Katie Lore, and I write the Canadian podcasting newsletter called Pod the North. Here's my little tip for you. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, start with a measurable goal. I think a lot of people have these like grand ideas for how their podcast is going to grow and exist in the world. But if you're just starting out, start with a measurable goal of just five episodes, maybe 10, but five is a good place to start. That way, once you finish your first five episodes, you can sit back, look at how everything went, decide on how you want to move forward, if you want to change anything, if you really like how you did things, just start with five episodes and go from there. Hi, I'm Ashley Hamer, and I'm the host of the podcast Taboo Science. 
which examines taboo topics through a scientific lens. My bit of podcasting advice is to record video every time you're recording audio. That includes interviews, narration, any part of the content that makes up your show. Even if you haven't decided to do a full-blown video podcast, there are a lot of reasons to have video. (laughs) Sorry, had to grab the cat. If you're promoting on social media, videograms grab a lot more attention than audiograms or static images. And if in the future you do decide to do a video podcast, you'll have archive footage you can use in those new episodes. It doesn't have to be fancy. You can set up your phone or even use your webcam. Just record video and thank me later. Hi, my name is Tony Doe and I'm the host of Into the Podverse. It's a podcast industry audio series featuring interviews with masters of the podverse and insights from an African perspective. To the would-be podcaster, I have these to say. Be passionate about your project. Be patient with it. Hurry up slowly. Nurture it and it will grow. Be willing to learn new things that will help improve your show. Take advantage of new technologies to accelerate and not replace your productivity. Take advantage of communities and networks as well and learn from your peers. If you can't afford to outsource a need like production, editing, SEO, marketing, and so on, then invest in learning to do these things yourself. Hope this helps. Hi, my name is Fabian Mickens and I work at Tink Media. If I could give one single marketing tip for podcast creators, it would be to repurpose your back catalog. Imagine that your content library is a physical library. Every episode is a book, and every book has an endless supply of topics, themes, and chapters that are worth sharing over and over again. The key is finding ways to drive listeners to those books throughout the year with an intentional thematic hook. These hooks could be birthdays, seasonal holidays, current events, or commemorative moments. If you're able to do that, you can create traction within your feed when your show is having a production lull or during the time right before a new season is about to launch. We call that warming up the feed. By warming up the feed, you're helping your listeners to anticipate upcoming new episode releases after a seasonal break. An example that I like to use is when I worked with a great show about women musicians. The new season wasn't due until April. However, March was coming up, and March is Women's History Month. We figured we could celebrate the women from seasons one through three and use that time to tell listeners about the next season to come. We had four weeks to reprise our favorite episodes, and we had our hosts come in and give an intro to each episode at the top to plug the intention of the re-releases as well as plug the premiere of the next season. The tactic worked out wonderfully, so repurpose your back catalog leave no episode behind. Hey, fellow podcasters. My name is Andrea Koskai. I work at Tink Media and I'm a podcast producer and marketer. So here's a game-changing tip for growth. Shift your attention to podcasting newsletters. If you're putting in a lot of work on social media and not seeing the results you want, it might be because not everyone on there is a podcast listener. So let your podcast be found by podcast fans who are waiting to find the next thing to add to their queue. Here's a how-to. Subscribe before you pitch. Take time to understand the writing style, likes, and dislikes of the editors. And don't be shy. Even go ahead and ask them how they like to be pitched. Once you've got a feel for it, dish the formalities and make it more of a personalized note. 
Keep it short and sweet. Why would they like your podcast? What makes it relevant and even timely for their subscribers? Which section should they include it in? Try this out and soon enough, you'll have even more people appreciating and tuning into your show. Happy podcasting. Hey everyone, this is JJ Ramberg, the co-founder of Good Pods, the platform where you can follow friends and podcasters to see what they're listening to. My tip is to engage with your audience. Give them chances to ask you questions and to talk to you about what they're thinking. This will build more than just an audience. It'll build a community. Hi, my name is Akshi Sinha and I work at Tink Media. My quick podcast marketing tip is about app placements, pitching to apps for feature. And I know these feel like the closest thing to like a surefire podcast success. And of course, there's more to it than meets the eye. But if you're starting out and a little bit overwhelmed, I would encourage you to focus on first observing what these apps recommend and how they curate their recommendations. This is true for Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, CastBox, etc. So try and open them and use them for a little bit every now and then to get a sense of what they're highlighting. This will help you make your pitch very specific. And a really quick add-on to this is pitch early, especially if your recommendation aligns with a specific holiday or an event. Good luck. You got this. You'll get better at it with practice. And I believe in you. Hi, I'm Holly from Tink, and I wanted to share with you what I think is the gold mine of podcast promotion. The promo swap. It's a great way for podcasters at any level to expand your audience without breaking the bank. And what it is, it's a 30-second shout-out about another podcast during an episode of your show. And in return, you ask them to do the same. You want to find listeners who already love podcasts, just like yours. So who do you swap with? For podcasters, the trick is to align with shows similar in size and vibe. Think of it as finding your podcast twin. It's about complementing, not competing. And how do you really make these promos pop, you might ask? Pay attention to the promos that catch your ear. Absorb what works and what doesn't, and craft that into a 30-second promo for your show highlighting who you are and what listeners can expect. You want to reach out to these shows with something short that says, I'm a fan and I value what you do. I'd love to share it with my audience to grow both of our shows. The key is to show them that this is a partnership where everyone wins. Their show, your show, and the listeners. Hey, Danny here again. And I think you agree these were some awesome tips that everybody shared. And I really hope you enjoyed them as much as I did. For my own tip for this birthday episode, if you've got an idea for a podcast, whether that's your very first one as a brand new podcaster, or your second, third, fourth, or whichever one it might be as an existing podcaster, but you're not quite sold on whether the idea or not will run, just go with it. As I mentioned at the start of the episode, I really wasn't sure about one-minute podcast tips and whether or not there'd be enough value in a one-minute tip. But, as mentioned, it did and it worked. So no matter what the podcast idea is that you have and how silly it might sound, just run with it. With so many podcast hosting platforms now offering unlimited podcasts, it's really easy for you to experiment. Heck, even use one of the three podcasting platforms and just get your idea up there. You don't even have to submit it to Apple, Spotify, etc. Just get in, create, publish, and then share a direct link with your friends and family, colleagues, etc. And get their feedback. The main thing is get the idea out there because there will come a time down the line, whether it's six months, one year, five years, whatever, you'll think back and think, you know what, I should have done that idea because now someone else has come out with it. So that would be my tip for this special episode. Take your idea from just a flight of fancy and make it something tangible. You never know, it could be the next big podcast that you create. 
Thank you so much for supporting the show for the last 12 months and making it one that many podcasters go to when it comes to being a better podcaster themselves. I'm looking forward to sharing more tips with you in 2024. Until the next time, happy podcasting.